0: So, good afternoon, everyone, and this afternoon I would like to talk a little bit about. Um, how to resolve some of this unresolved emotion because if you are unable to resolve you know this un- unresolved emotion and actually it becomes um rather you, you know actually it become counterproductive and you reinforce your tendency and you make it even more difficult and harder to get peace you know, in the future, and you think that you have dealt with it. And many people that, that if you are not skillful with that, or oh, because sometimes uh, some of the this emotion or some of the, some hurts that you have experienced, and then uh, you know that you've been carried with you, or you think that you have already let go. But sometimes, because in a similar situation, it been triggered, and these things comes up again and then you feel the hurts and, and then you're unable to let that go actually it leads to anger and fear because you, you really don't like this, 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 this unpleasant it's really unpleasant especially when you feel hurt and if you're not skillful actually it will lead to, it leads to more suffering because most people tend to, re, tend to suppress they say, okay, this is how I feel. Okay, I, I, I feel really hurt, so I don't like these feelings. Okay, maybe I can meditate. Okay, I try to sit down, and then they try to fo- fo- force themselves to focus on the breath because they use this as a way to, to, to suppress that that, that this un- unpleasant and this uh, unresolved emotion. But this is not a, a, a skillful way to do that because when you re- re- when you suppress that, Actually, you reinforce it. You make it stronger. You're feeding it. That's why you have to, you have to look at it and to be able to really skillfully resolve. Because you need to resolve. You know, you need to release that emotion skillfully. But most people, if you, most people tend to, you know, suppress because there is just, most people have this underlying tendency. Whatever things that unpleasant, you know, or emotion, you know, that is really leads us to pain and then it's really unpleasant we have the tendency of pushing it away or running it, you know, running away from the feelings of that unpleasant feelings, that emotions because it's really painful and some people ended up to just distract themselves, you know or uh, some people think that, oh, I can meditate, maybe I go and meditate, and then they force themselves to, to focus. Actually, it's counterproductive because you are using, you're using this as a way to, to suppress your emotion. But actually, you have this unresolved emotion, you have to release that, you know, but skillfully. And that's one of the ways that you have to, help to that. first of all, you learn to, to forgive. Forgive yourself and forgive others that causes any pain But of course it's not easy because it's very easy to say and done, isn't it? Forgive, you cannot forgive, you cannot forgive That's why we don't force ourselves to forgive And then you can actually, that is a, it's, a, it's a useful way that you, uh, you can use it as a, as a skillful means that you, know, that you can do it before you, you meditate, you know You just do you know, a, a little forgiveness ceremony and then you know you just bring to mind you know that things that cause you any hurts or harm you send sending good wishes to yourself may I be able to forgive myself may I be, be able to forgive others for all the pains that you know the hurts that I've experienced that causes me pain whoever that causes me pain you know that you know I even though you can even though you, you cannot let go and forgive now but at least you send good wishes to yourself that may I be able to do that. Actually, it's helped to soften your mind, and it's a way to slowly, you know, to release that, that, that emotion rather than using force and use, try to suppress, and this is not a skillful way. Because when you do that, you reinforce. And next time, when, when, when that unresolved emotion flare up again, it becomes more intense. Rather than it, it becomes weaker, it becomes stronger. Because you are feeding it. Because the more you suppress, the more you try to push it away. Actually, you are feeding it. You reinforce that tendency. You make it even stronger. So that it's not a skillful way to do it. That's why we have to, you know, to, 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 to resolve this unresolved emotions skillfully. So that's why forgiveness is, um, is good. It's helped you. Because it uh, also, also helps to strengthen your mind. What is strength? Strength is that you forgive everyone in our life. Even those that don't feel sorry for their actions, we forgive them. You know, it's a strength if you be able to forgive someone. It's a strength, you know, that if we not hurting those who hurt us, because very easily we think that because you know, we it, it's okay that we retaliate because you hurt me, and actually you cause more suffering to ourselves, and you can use this as a skillful mean, you know, to resolve, you know, to, to let go of those hurts that you. And you're unable to, to let go. So doing forgiveness actually helps you. you. It's not that you're forcing yourself to forgive, but you're sending good will, to good wishes to yourself, wishing yourself that you may I be able to forgive myself, may I be able to forgive others. Yeah. That's why, that's why if, you, if you must look back, then do so forgiving. So the first person to forgive is yourself. Forgive ourselves because sometimes people people find it's the hardest thing to do is to forgive themselves. I remember when I was a lay person, I find it that I find that I'm easily I, I find it easier to forgive others than to forgive myself. And after that I realized that because I find it easy to forgive others, then I find it difficult to forgive myself because it's come from my sense of self, my ego. Because easily I can forgive others because it's okay other people make mistakes because they are not as smart as me, they are not as good as me. That, that kind of ego, you know, that that is there actually is subconsciously, you know, but even though consciously we don't aware of that, then, after after some years of practice, I'd be able to see that actually the reason why I can forgive others easily but not myself because me, how come you know the sense of self, the ego, how come I make this mistake? You know, just cannot forgive. It's okay because others is not as good, you know, they're not as smart as me, and it's easier. I can forgive them. I can forgive you. It's come from the ego. Come from the sense of self. And actually, you know, over a period of time when you practice, you started to see some of the tendency. And I find it very useful when you do this forgiveness, you know, ceremony, you know, and before you start, and especially your experience, you know, going through this, you know, the unresolved emotion is flare up again. And sometimes you think that you have really resolved, because it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, you don't, you don't have that, that, that feeling that hurts for a long, long time because the condition is not there. Sometimes the condition is not there. It doesn't mean that, you know, you, you don't have it. For example, now, you don't feel angry now. It doesn't mean that you don't have anger. The underlying tendency is anger is there. So given the condition, if after, after someone come along and just scold you, you know, that said nasty thing to you, and then because the underlying tendency of anger is there, and that will trigger, and you flare up. That's why sometimes we think that we don't have it because the condition is not there. So when given the condition is there, because the underlying tendency is there, whenever the underlying tendency is there, sometimes when you, you, you have the similar experience or in a similar situation, it's trigger. So that's the, the best way to be able to resolve that, of course, you know, to just sit with that, but sometimes it's quite difficult because it's very unpleasant. So most people just want to run run away, to, to just sit, just sit with that unpleasant feelings. So that's why doing forgiveness is to, first of all, to make it easier for you to look at it, rather to run away. You know, you soften your, your you know, you, we soften our, mind, our hearts a little bit, you know, by doing that, you know. And then when we do that, we feel that we are, you know, may, may, may I be able to forgive myself, may I be able to forgive those who causes me any hurts of harm. And then when you do that, you know, when you, you, when you do that, you bring that to mind. Actually, it's helped you to, to soften, rather than you try to run away. And, and try to suppress and either way also will reinforce your tendency. It becomes stronger. And of course another thing that is you know, forgiveness has helped you to do that, you know, to to, 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 to soften to soften to soften your, your, your mind. And also the, 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 the wisest things to do is to be to be able to be present gratefully. Sometimes we underestimate the quality because when we do forgiveness, actually, it also helps us to develop this quality, being grateful. Sometimes, uh, you know, we, we, we forget, you know, each day waking up, this is the first thing that we'll be grateful of. Because we take it for granted, you know, being about, you know, life is something that we be, be grateful of, you know. So then, actually, at the end of the day, what's really matters, what is really matters is that our loved ones are well. And we have done our best with what we have. And then we being thankful and being grateful for all we have. Sometimes we tend to, you know, look at things that, you know, that that, that we don't have. And then we tend to neglect and take it for granted that, that you know, how, how we have so many people that love us, our loved one. We, we tend to... You know oversight, you know, neglect and take it for granted, but just appreciate, be grateful of what we have, all we have. you know So gratitude can turn problem into gifts, and it turns failure into success, and it turns unexpected into perfect timing. you. Yeah. They say something, just grateful, you know, we, at least we learn something, yes, we have a problem, but at least from this, pro, you know, from the experience, we, at least we learn something, we grow. So we're always being grateful that, you know, even though, yes, you know, like even some, someone being nasty to us, say something terrible to us, and then we, we also, thank you, you're giving me the opportunities to grow, you're giving me the opportunity to, to practice forgiveness, and that helps you to grow. And rather than, you know, because very easily, when, very easily when we try to run away or suppress that, those unresolved emotions, very easily you, you tend to get, get stuck in. And then you go on and on and on. You know, all, your story was stuck, you know. And this is how you reinforce that. And then each time, if you keep feeding it, and then each time it's flat up again and again. It, beca- it will become more rapid, you know, when, when you when you feed it, next time, it flare up, you know, more intense, and then you continue to reinforce, I can guarantee you, it comes more and more rapid, because your feeding is grow, you know, this is us, because sometimes people think, that, oh, maybe, you know, I'll I be able to meditate, then I meditate, so that I can, you know, I can, I, I can forget, you know, I can, I can, I can, uh, you know, run away, because I can meditate, and then they force themselves to meditate, and then, they don't. They don't understand that actually you reinforce because you try to use meditation. That I'm going to meditate. I try to focus. So actually you suppress that emotion. Actually, it's not really helpful at all, and can be counterproductive. And you reinforce that tendency. There's say sometimes when you from time to time, is that happened to you? Things that you know that that unresolved and very difficult to bring peace. You know, you know. It very difficult to become peaceful and calm. And one way that you can just do it, you just sit there and slowly you just relax your body first because relaxing body is a way like a warming up, you know. You're warming up your body, so relax your body because when you relax, you find that it's a calming effect when you're relaxing your body, calming your body and mind. And then slowly, then you bring to mind those that you you that cause you any hurts or harm, or those that you, you want to ask forgiveness, those that you cause them any hurts or harm, you just bring them, you know, may I be able to forgive those that causes me any hurts or harm, and also I ask for forgiveness for those that I have hurt them, you know, that bring harm or difficulties to them. And that's, actually this is it's like, you're sending good wishes, you know, loving kindness towards yourself. And you're not forcing yourself to forgive, you know. Then that is help to soften yourself. Then after that, you know, then you just you know just 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 being grateful, you know, to these moments that you'll be able to sit and meditate. And this is then slowly, then when you become more peaceful and this is how your 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 emotion will release, you know. You you can feel that you started when you started to feel peace, then you can go back to If you're doing breath meditation, you go back to your your breath But don't immediately sit and force yourself to meditate But you do that, you know, slowly And then as you feel that you already calm down And you feel really more at ease You can feel that you're more at ease And then your, your your mind is calming down Then only you start with your breath meditation but not to force it, and actually it's the best way is to be able to, to really sit with that, you know, sometimes but it's because it's unpleasant, it's very difficult to sit with that because most people have the tendency to run away they start using, you know, doing this forgiveness ceremony and, um, you know, reflect on the qualities and, you know, this uh, 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 being grateful, you know and, and to, to develop this quality of gratitude and to help you to, to soften your mind and to release your unresolved emotions. Like, and so that you feel more at ease and at peace before you met, before you Go on to do your breath meditation, and this is one way to help you to uh, resolve your unresolved emotion. So now we can um, meditate, and um, so we, I will start with a guided meditations Just choose the most um, comfortable posture. and make yourself as comfortable as you can. Just relax your body. And relaxing your body is also help to release any unresolved emotion. Any unresolved emotion it manifests in the body. Sometimes you can feel that it's tightness, there is tightness, there's tension in our chest, or in our stomach. And then you just relax. Just relax your body. Just relax your body, whichever part of your body, if there's any tension or tightness, you just relax. So, where to calm your mind and body by relaxing your body as you started to feel. inner peace within you, you can bring to mind those that causes you any hurts or harm. By sending good wishes to yourself, may I be able to forgive them for whatever Hurts and harms that causes me. And also you bring to mind those that causes you any hurts or harm. And you forgive them. And also, you'll forgive those that you caused any hurts or harm, that you ask for forgiveness. May they be able to forgive you and also you'll be able to forgive others. So you can bring your attention to observe your breathing and just being appreciative of every single breath that you breathe in and also very grateful What the moment you have in this moment? Just breathing gratefully. And breathing out, you just said, thank you. Being grateful for the breath that keeps you alive, And just thank you, breath, thank you. And just continue, observe your breathing. So any questions or comments? The first question is how to stop intrusive thoughts that trying to meditate There's sometimes when you try, the more you try to stop it and actually you reinforce and one of the very useful tools for stopping this, that, you know, the thinking mind especially with kind of thoughts that, you know, that difficult to stop and actually uh, body contemplation is a very useful tools because it's it's easier to focus on your body because sometimes you know when you're going through that all this, you know, thinking mind, actually when you focus on your body, you can feel how your body reacts to that thoughts. And rather than you try to stop it, and it's a way it's easier to focus because body contemplation is a causal object, it's easier because if you try to observe the thing your thoughts. Because it's a this is a mental object, and then it's a more refined. Unless your mindfulness is very strong, you have a very strong mindfulness that so you can do. It. Most of the time, it's very difficult to overcome. But body contemplation actually is helped too, and because whatever the emotions or, you know that we go through, actually you can feel your body react. Like for example, sometimes you know, like. Like for example, you know, like when I first giving talk, people say, Oh, you know, you you it seems that like you're quite relaxed, you're not nervous. Of course I'm nervous, you know, and the first time you give talks. But sometimes because I, I have been doing con- body contemplation, because I can feel before before that I can really feel nervous, actually I know that I'm nervous because I my body tends up. I just Hands up like this. Then okay. Then I just focus on my body. Just you know, relax, just relax my body. So I focus and relax my body and it's helped then actually that 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 the anxiety is in the was nervous gone because it's easier to do that and it's a, it's a it's a very useful tool for for body contemplation. And it's very useful because you become very sensitive and to your body. Actually sometimes even you don't feel well, you know that you're not well. You know your body and then you you know you know that oh yeah, I'm I'm going to going down to, to have a cold or have a flu. Then you can okay, I better, you know, rest early, you know, lie down, drink more water. And then tomorrow you're okay. And because we you you must you, you're more aware of your body, you listen to your body, and it's very useful to to do body contemplation. And of course if you do body contemplation, if you go deeper then into you know that, that then you'll be able to realize that the, the body is just made up of the four elements. You can feel the four elements, that is, you can feel the the, 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 the earth elements, there's a heart, uh, you know, it's, it's very hard, and then you can feel that it's a, a softness, and you can, feel, you can feel cold and hot in the body, and you can feel Air element, a uh, 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 fire element, not fire, air element, wind, wind element, they call it, and you can feel that f- vibration in your body. So, actually, that's helped too, because if most of the time, we very easily we get sucked in into the. If we try to stop the thoughts, you have more, become more intense, and so very easily you get sucked in. And, but doing body contemplation is helped too to resolve that, uh, especially those intrusive thoughts when trying to meditate. So the like, uh, don't try to, to, to meditate when we have that. You can do first, you can start with um, walking meditation is help because uh, walking is you focus on your movement and then because it's a, it's, a, it's a causal object, you know, you follow and you focus on your body movement and this is how you, you, you build up your your mindfulness through a causal object, then slowly you sit down and you relax your body and you do body contemplation. That helps you to calm down your thoughts. And that is one of the, it's a very useful tool of uh, doing body contemplation. Dear Anjan, in meditation we said to be letting go and do nothing. And how is the act of letting go connect to the breath in meditation? How do they really work together? Okay. Um, actually, for the breath itself, it just gives you something to focus. You have an object to focus, and then uh, uh, the letting go. When we said letting go and doing nothing, uh, lots of people think that you know doing nothing means physically you're yeah, do, not doing anything. But then when we have we. we if we are thinking itself, the thinking itself is doing. You know, all the storytelling. You know, that is a doing. So it's not physically not doing anything. And then letting go because of breath is a is a is just an anchor point. It's just an object for you to 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 focus so that you are not easily get us uh, sucked into the thoughts and then into this. Uh, 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 into the future and replay these uh, uh, negative emotions in our mind again and again and it's helped to the with with breath meditation actually itself it's just an object that you can focus is actually the breath itself is not uh, uh, it's it's not something that is so special it's just it's just a breath it's just like you just focus you know you have mindful you know, you're just mindful of your breath, you know, breathing in and breathing out, how you feel. That you've been actually, it's also been present. That's said doing breath meditation, except a lot of people tend to neglect the very, very important things that before you do breath meditation, that the Buddha said you have to establish present moment awareness. Because if you, if, that's said it's important throughout daily life, we try to be. Present whatever we do, we bring our mind back to present moment awareness, and that's helped to establish and strengthen our mindfulness. When our mindfulness is strong, so we we'll be able to st- we we'll be able to stay with the, the object. So, and um, actually, to practice um um, um meditation, uh, practice uh, mindfulness on the breath. Actually, is just to. help to to strengthen your mindfulness then your mind becomes still and peaceful and then and actually that is uh, the letting go and do nothing because of we tend to you know uh, uh, we tend to follow you know whatever thoughts come out or when we see something when we meditate and then very difficult for us to stay with the breath, we always get distracted we always because we, 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 because we, our mind we, we haven 't established our present moment awareness, then it's very difficult to stay present, our mind very easily you know thinking about the, the uh, you know the future and then living the past and then it's very difficult. It seems like easy, but actually to be present is not easy. Even sometimes when you're doing dishes, your mind will thinking something else, isn't it? It's very difficult. And and that is more causal object, like, you know, you're doing dishes. Breath actually itself is a very subtle object. It's a very subtle, it's more refined object. So to be able to stay with the object, actually you have to establish your mindfulness. So mindfulness has to be strong enough to stay focused. That's why it's useful that... Before going, before sitting on the cushion, actually, you have to train yourself, whatever you do, just keep bringing your mind back to present moment awareness. For example, when you're doing dishes, when you're doing something, and then your mind wander off, you think something else, and then it's, you just acknowledge that. It's not to try to control your mind not to think, you know. Acknowledge that and just, okay, come, bring your mind back. And this is how you calming your mind. And, and, and also, Focus on the breath. Actually, is bring your mind back to present, not to wander off to the past and to the future, and it uses at an uh, 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 an object to be, to focus, and this is how to so that your mind will not wander off. And then because sometimes we cannot let go, let go of, the, of our, our, our future, our past, because sometimes that, you know, we keep thinking, we keep worrying about you know, what's going to happen and then things that happened before and then very difficult to stay present. And, but practice mindfulness on the breath is helped you also being able to be present you know, not wander off, you know, back and forth. Because the thinking itself is doing. That's, right. That's why people don't think that, you know, people think that, oh, doing nothing, that means, you know, I sit there doing nothing there, I'm doing nothing. No. But actually, your mind is very busy. And then you your your mind, your mind keeps thinking, and then you the inner chatter, you know, and then all the story, you know, you can, t- sometimes you can sit there for an hour, rather than focus on your breath, and your mind is, Actually, you're not doing nothing, you're busy thinking, you're busy doing, thinking of the past, thinking of the future. But they said, when you be able to focus on the breath, that is, that, be able to let go of the future, of the past, then you stay present moment. So they said, this is how it's connected. So what technique is best to use in meditation to stop craving of alcohol? Hmm. <laughs> I can tell you if, if you think that we use meditation to stop, I can tell you it doesn't work that way <laughs> you know like some people say oh I have migraine so I want to meditate so that I stop migraine so I tell you it doesn't work like that you don't meditate to stop the, uh, drinking alcohol you meditate because of you just want to be peaceful, to be calm, and craving, you know, you just have to practice restraint, restrain yourself. And there's no um, uh, practice present moment awareness. There's no uh, meditation that is special meditation that, that they can help you to the, the, uh, stopping the craving of uh, alcohol. Actually, it's good that you just, like... Um, Taking five precepts, sometimes it's good that you remind yourself, you recite the five precepts. One of them, the, the fifth one, is not taking alcohol. And sometimes it's good that you 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 know you 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 ref, you you refrain, you remind yourself that you know to refrain from doing that. So, sometimes taking precepts is good that, you know, to remind yourself and train yourself, you know. And there is no, 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 no special uh, meditation to stop craving of alcohol. Uh, craving of alcohol, you have to practice um, restraint. Sometimes you just have to put in effort to restrain yourself. And it, it, sometimes it takes time. I remember there was a lady when I was in Thailand when I practiced. This lady, she told me that one of the things that's very difficult for her to let go is red wine she said when she's in ret- when she's on retreat sometimes she had three months retreat one woman's retreat she's completely fine without red wine <laughs> she's fine but then the moment she's out she wants to have it and takes her about many years you know then somehow one day like you know sometimes uh, it's like yesterday See, sometimes that thing go happen little by little sometimes when the the right time you know when 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 your mind is sometimes when when you're ready to let go, you know you let go, and then sometimes the mind has to see itself, and then she told me, and it's go on for a few years, and then suddenly one day, she just like stop, like she just stop, she just like even her friends that you know, bring you know, alcohol, drink wine to her, that like, oh come come and have it, she didn't touch it. So she said she said from that day almost, she just stop. She said, it's because it takes her a few years, you know, because she's been practicing for a few years, eventually, one day she let it go. It's just like I mentioned yesterday, the lady can, cannot let go of her hair and take her three years to let go of her hair. <laughs> Sometimes the letting go is not that you, you can use force or you do something, then you let go. It's a, you have to put in the causes, you know, and you have to, you know, put in the causes, and then you have to let things happen, and and then it happens by itself. There's like a um, there's like craving of alcohol, and you just have to practice restraint. Dear Ajahn, as my meditation deepens, my body starts moving on by itself, stretching my neck, and I feel powerful stream of energy flow through my body outside meditation. Where exactly are they? It's just that because when you start um, to meditate, your mind becomes more refined. Actually, that's it's all you know, our body is just made up of that that the four elements, you know. And then because of your mind becomes more refined, you become more sensitive. You can feel more. For example, sometimes when you after meditate, even slightest, you know, sound. It's amplified. It's very loud. It's the same thing. It's uh, can feel your body much more, and then you can even sometimes if you even you sitting there, you can feel my, your your heartbeat is very strong, you know, because of your mind become more refined, then you can feel much more. But actually, it's, it's there because your mind your mind become more refined, you more sensitive. It's just like when when after meditation, you 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 you. It's like the sound. Even sometimes when you meditate, like, you know, in retreat, even someone, someone go past you, even someone just, even very far, someone just have a shower, you can even smell. Isn't it? The person, you know, after, you, you know the person just having shower. <laughs> you, because, you're, you're, because your mind becomes more, more peaceful and calm, and actually, you, you, when you're peaceful and calm, and you see more, you feel more and you become more, re- your mind becomes more refined. It's just like things that you can, you can feel m- much more when your mind becomes more refined. Because when you're so busy, you don't feel that, you know, that it's quite natural, so uh, not to worry about that. So, any more questions or comments? More questions or comments? No? No question? Any more questions or comments? So everybody happy? So no questions or comments? So it's going, 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 gone. (laughs) Okay, thank you.